using AR and VR to train surgeons. I'm Tanya Hall, and joining me is Dr. Danny Goel, orthopedic surgeon, clinical associate professor at UBC, and founder and CEO at Precision OS. Welcome, Dr. Goel. Thank you very much, Tanya. It's nice to be here. Thanks again. I know how busy you are. This is an interesting area to use virtual reality. So let's talk about this. What does Precision OS do and what prompted you to co-found the company? So we're, uh, we're an immersive medical education organization. And so what we do is uh, we focus on teaching uh, people how to be better surgeons. And the way we do that is we use uh, concepts like deliberate practice which allow users to basically fail and perform their procedure in a somewhat stressful environment where they can actually improve their performance without actually causing patient harm. And how this started was about two and a half years ago, uh, the initial idea started off as an iPhone app, which was to actually help physicians triage and treat patients until I met one of our two co-founders, Rob, who's a senior tech artist and was at uh, several game development companies he introduced the two of us to Colin, who was doing VR, and the three of us basically got together and started this organization about two years ago. Precision OS is coming up, as you pointed out, on your second birthday. Right. And so from a medical and technical standpoint, what have been your breakthroughs so far? And, and what have been the technical challenges that you've had to come overcome in those two years? Right. Well, the biggest breakthrough, I think, as a surgeon, you know, I live in a silo of seeing patients and operating on patients on a regular basis. And we tend to lose focus from what's actually happening in the outside world. And I think the biggest breakthrough from us was to combine what I was doing in surgery with what Rob and Colin have been doing in game development. And that, that new marriage that we've seen in the intersection of these two domains that don't really cross paths is what has been the biggest breakthrough into what we can actually do combined as opposed to individually uh, to help uh, improve the quality of care that we're providing on a global scale. Explain the two basic use cases for the platform. You've got education and right. pre-op planning. Yeah, so the educational modules are basically taking what we try to teach our residents uh, during their training is to combine their cognitive thinking, which is their decision-making skill, combine it with their technical skills. So how do you combine the two? And the reality is you don't really combine the two unless you're actually practicing or doing surgery on a patient. So the educational module actually combines those two. We're actually performing procedures, making decisions, but then in addition to that, getting metric feedback on both your own performance as well as the implant, how you positioned it with a particular pathology. The preoperative side, so the education side is meant to help the future generation of surgeons as well as the future generation of patients. But the preoperative planning tool is actually meant to help patients right now. So how do we impact the care delivery model to patients both here and in the future is by having both pathways. And so that's how they differ somewhat. So let's talk about, you talked about they do get feedback. So how do they get feedback? How do the trainees actually get coaching? Is it in real time? Is it afterwards? Yeah, so it's in real time. So we use some element of haptics, which is where you're your controller vibrates and gives you some haptic tactile feedback. We provide video feedback as well as sensory feedback through the mechanisms we just discussed, as well as provides you objective feedback. So measurements of where you put the implant, how long you spent doing a particular part of the case, where you place the implant and whether or not that would result in failure of the particular procedure you're doing. 
And we combine those two to give you some uh, tangible information you can actually respond to and improve. And um, that collectively is what we actually try to teach during surgery. So now we can do it in a way that doesn't actually cause patient harm. How does the platform judge the quality of the treatment? How does it know with its success? You said whether it's a pass or fail. That's something that we've been working on. So that's one of our sort of unique uh, contributions is that we can actually tell you based on our internal sort of metrics, how you've done and how you've not done based on our case-based approach to uh, education. So what are your goals for medical VR and AR for the rest of 2019 and beyond? I think that uh, one of the things is just to create a significant amount of awareness to say that this is the collision of two worlds that have never met before and they're actually being able to provide significant value and education in a way that we've just never been able to educate ourselves. Uh, I think it's important for us to develop some awareness amongst patients to say, listen, there's a way that we can actually, as a community, improve the way that we actually train uh, to provide better care uh, globally as a community of uh, surgeons and in medicine. You're, you, you're a surgeon. You have a full-time career, but yet you decided to pursue something that you thought would better patients and the industry. How did you decide to juggle the two? What have been some of your challenges in getting that started? Yeah, so time has been the biggest challenge, I think that, um, but at the end of the day, I do the same thing I do at work as a surgeon as I do at VR, whereas at the end of the day, because we're patient-centered, we try to do the best thing we can for the patients, both not in the VR office, or sorry, in the VR office, but also what I do at work. So I take the feedback I get from work in the operating room with the residents, and we bring that to the VR office, and we have those creative discussions as to how to increase what we do on a daily basis, both in immersive medical education, as well as with being a physician. Dr. Danny Goel, orthopedic surgeon, clinical associate professor at UBC, and founder and CEO at Precision OS. If somebody wants to connect with you, maybe they want to find out more about this type of training or the virtual reality, or maybe they want to get in touch with Stan, how can they do that? <laughs> so, I mean, uh, first and foremost, I'd love for anybody to get in touch with me personally. So they can email me at uh, danny at precisionostech.com. Uh, definitely connect with me on LinkedIn, please. We certainly have a we try to maintain an active social media presence through LinkedIn. And our website, uh, precisionostech.com, is another avenue to uh, find us. Is Stan on Twitter? Uh, Stan is going to be on Twitter eventually. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thanks again, Danny. And if you guys want to find more of my interviews, you can go to tanyahall.net, uh, where I've got links to all my social sites. Thanks for watching.